Welcome to the Tech Inclusion Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Roy. At Tech Inclusion, we bring you the voices of leaders and change makers who drive diversity and inclusion innovation in the tech ecosystem and beyond. Tech Inclusion is a leading conference focusing on solutions to bring diversity and inclusion to the tech industry. Find more at techinclusion.co. Do you want to help us build a more inclusive world? Follow the podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. Today, it is my pleasure to welcome Megan Nesby to the show. She's a director of nonprofit market development at Twilio, and she talks to us about her work with nonprofit. I'm Megan Nesbitt, aka Megamo. I'm here with Twilio.org. And what do you do at Twilio.org? Uh, so at Twilio.org, I get to work with nonprofits that are using communications to solve some of the world's hardest problems. Twilio is an API communications platform, and I work in our philanthropic arm, the Twilio.org team, working with incredible nonprofits all around the world that are finding new ways to use communications technologies to solve problems. Can you share with us an example of some of the nonprofit you're working with and what they're working on and how you're helping them? Yeah, one organization that I'm really impressed by is an outfit called Trek Medics. Uh, they operate in the Dominican Republic. And what they do is they provide a 911-like service where 911 doesn't exist. So imagine you're traveling through a rural road in the Dominican Republic and you get in a car, an automobile accident. There's no 911 to call. So what Trek Medics did is they found a way to build a communication dispatch system through SMS so that people could call their fire department and the fire department could dispatch volunteer responders to respond onto the scene with SMS. So the volunteers don't need to have a fancy expensive radio, they just need the phone that they already have to understand there's been an accident down the road, respond to the accident, get on site, and help transport that person to the local facility to get help. So it's pretty incredible when you look at these scrappy resources that are built to provide a solution that is literally saving lives, and they're just powering it with SMS that's getting fired from Twilio. How do you help them? So we have a few programs for nonprofits. One thing I think is really important for technology companies to think about is how they can make their technology more accessible to nonprofits that are out there in the front lines fighting social challenges and problems every day. So with Twilio, we have a program called the Impact Access Program. We give nonprofits kickstart credit to start using Twilio at zero cost. So a nonprofit like Trek Medics can come to Twilio, start using the communications platform, develop a solution, see if it works, and through those kickstart credits, really develop a viable solution without having to invest a lot of capital into it. From there, we provide further nonprofit discounts. And I think that's a model that a lot of technology companies can look at doing to help nonprofits better utilize their technology. But, you know, technology is the one part. You oftentimes also need to have some expertise. So another program that Twilio has launched is called the Impact Core. And through the Impact Core, we have 1.6 million developers code with Twilio. And we allow these developers to volunteer to give their time to work with nonprofits to actually help them code and build prototypes and projects. It's pretty cool seeing the marrying of these nonprofits that are working on these really intense uh, social and environmental issues and pairing them up with some really astute developers and seeing the solutions they can build. Yeah, that sounds really amazing. And how did they find you? 
<laughs> That's a good question. I go to places like Tech Inclusion. <laughs> Uh, no, I think one of the things that's interesting with Twilio is a lot of it is organizations or somebody trying to solve a social problem and they can't figure out how to do it with the tools that are readily available. So a lot of people that find Twilio to date have been these early adopters searching to find a solution and build a solution that hasn't been built yet. So I would say that right now we're being sought out by some very resourceful early adopters, and my hope is that in the coming year, we do a much better job of showcasing what's possible at places like Tech Inclusion to get more organizations access to tools that are readily available to them. You are listening to Tech Inclusion Podcast. I'm Juliette Roy. My guest today is Megan Nesbitt. She's the Director of Nonprofit Market Development at Twilio. So it's a non-profit, or is it a department who is in charge of working with non-profit? Yeah. So the way that Twilio.org operates with Twilio, the overall company, is Twilio.org is just a department within Twilio. And the reason we very intentionally have built ourselves that way is so that we can best utilize the full resources of the entire company. So while our Twilio.org team is just about just shy of about 10 people currently. We have access to the hundreds and hundreds of Twilio employees, the full technology of the company, and our larger developer community. So we're not a separate nonprofit. We actually operate within this larger company. So how did you end up in that position? What's your background? <laughs> I think I'm the luckiest duck ever. The truth is, I was living in a van in 1998 I was from Canada and I was touring North America and I broke down in San Francisco. And it just so happened that there was this huge technology boom happening. And there was also, San Francisco is a place with a lot of socially conscious and dedicated folks. And it was something I wanted to be a part of. How do you marry these socially conscious active people with this incredible technology boom that's happening? So. I decided to stay in San Francisco, in part because I couldn't afford to fix my van, <laughs> and in part because I wanted to be a part of what was possible. And since then, I've been working in various nonprofits using technology. I joined Salesforce as one of the first employees on their .org team focused on how nonprofits could better use Salesforce. Uh, I also joined Change.org. This was when social networks were becoming popular and the web was becoming more popular, how you could do collective action online, and most recently at Twilio, where it's my most exciting chapter yet. Nonprofits are actually building new communication solutions to problems, and I couldn't be more lucky to be in the role I get to sit in. Great. Is there anything you would like to add for our listeners? The one thing I would love to add is, while well, I've been fortunate at sitting at the intersection of mission-based organizations and technology. I think mission-based organizations could do a better job of having a more focused diversity and inclusion strategy themselves. It is as important to have diversity and inclusion strategy within a nonprofit as it is in a for-profit organization. And you don't get a blank check just because you're working on trying to save the world. I think that's a very good point. That's what I heard as well that, you know, Diversity inclusion is for everyone, not just the tech industry. I think it's exactly for everyone. Thank you so much. 
If you enjoy your podcast, visit techinclusion.co to listen to more leaders and entrepreneurs making a difference in building a more inclusive world. Join the movement by leaving a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your community. The more we can share these stories, the stronger is our impact. If you want to send us ideas of people to interview, you can reach me at juliet at changecatalyst.co. And if you want to discover other changemaker stories, tune in to Be Your Change podcast, www.beyourchange.co slash podcast. Thank you for listening.